am P.M. Kester, and welcome to the How to Take a Break podcast. This is a wellness-centered podcast presented by P.M. Kester Enterprises that examines the different types of breaks people take and why you need to incorporate breaks into your life. Let's start the episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of How to Take a Break, the podcast. In this episode, we are taking a break for nutrition and joining me is someone that I know you're going to love. She has so many great things to share with us about nutrition and health and it's Dr. Adiola Takuma. She is a holistic board certified registered pharmacist and certified integrative health coach who's passionate about supporting busy moms, dive down into the root cause of health concerns they're experiencing with their children. So if you have a child, you have children in your life, this is the episode for you. Adiola, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Felia. Thank you so much. My earring just fell off, but that's okay. <laughs> that's how it happens. Look, that's look. How, yes, it was like a net flew by. I'm waiting I for know. like the, I'm waiting for the lights <laughs> to fall. This is what happens. This is all like live. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for showing up. Just a little background. I know, Adiola, we did like a morning. Um, morning mindset challenge, like maybe the beginning part of the pandemic, which seems like forever ago. <laughs> yes. But we were up at five o'clock in the morning trying to figure out what we were doing with our businesses, being entrepreneurs, working on projects. But it was a great bonding time. Adiola and another young woman, Aisha, were in my group, and we just remained in contact ever since then. It was a great experience taking a break for myself at that time and meeting other women that were taking a break for themselves. And Adiola had a passion for, for health. And so I'm so happy to have her on, to have you on to talk about this and just let everybody know a little bit more about your background. Yes. Yes. Okay. So um, as you already stated, my name is Dr. Adiola Chikuma. Um, I'm a holistic wellness pharmacist um, I'm also in the public health field like you are, mm-hmm. and I'm a certified international health and nutrition coach as well. And, um, you know, I have been a pharmacist for over 20 years. It's, it's been interesting, you know, learning about drugs and what can happen and more recently learning more about holistic health and how mm-hmm. sometimes there are options to making you healthier. So, I love to work with busy moms who have children who might have uh, food sensitivities, focus issues, uh, sleep concerns even. Mm. And what I do is I work in a personalized way. Everyone is an individual, bio-individual, if you will. Um, And we try to get to that root cause of what's causing whatever the health challenge might be. And then we leverage food for the best health possible for that child and ultimately for the family too. So um, really help to empower the family and help that mom feel like, yes, I can do this. I can get my child healthy. I can get my family healthy as well. 
Let's see, that's, you said so many things and I know nutrition is the big buzzword, but you, you keyed in on helping these moms with their kids and dealing with their food issues. And I know that your organization is called the Wellness Keys. So why do you think parents need this type of ser- service? Was there any reason why that name, the Wellness Keys? Yes, okay. So here was, was my story. Um, a few years ago, it's probably been about um, almost five years now, my son was really sick and he had some um, symptoms that we couldn't figure out what the issue was. And we were running healthcare skelter from doctor, pediatrician, everything. And my husband also happens to be a physician. So, you know, he wanted to do every single test and they were even talking about doing surgery and all kinds of things. And I had to say, okay, no, let's stop. I think we need to understand exactly what's going on first before we continue with more invasive um, procedures. And so I ended up finding a um, functional medicine pediatrician. And it's kind of like how I work now. It's a functional medicine approach that's more holistic. And so went to see this uh, pediatrician and she did some specialized testing. And through that testing, we saw that my son had some food sensitivities that were causing the symptoms that we were seeing and we were testing um, for all these months. And so we ended up changing his diet. And I'm telling you, in six months, those symptoms went away. And, you know, we continued for about a year or so. Um, and of course, in a year, you've changed right. kind of like how the whole family approached um, our food and, and what we put around us and on our bodies as well. Um, and I mean, he is so much healthier for it. So he is going to be turning 13 um, in April. Ooh, so teenager. So- <laughs> I know. But I'm so excited and I'm so grateful that, you know, I kept asking those questions because I knew in my mom gut that there was something else. You can't Uh just medicine upon medicine. And I know a lot about medicine. Um, And so, yeah, for our our journey, we were able to not have him on any medication and all of those symptoms kind of went away. And you mentioned functional medicine. You say we'd be hearing a lot about that. That was a functional medicine pediatrician. So is functional medicine the approach of how you go about nutrition counseling with your, your clients? Yeah, absolutely. So we, what we like to do at the Wellness Keys is we kind of look at that whole child. So we're looking at not just the symptoms that we see, We're asking about lifestyle. We're asking about what are their sleep patterns. We're asking about what is their social interaction like. Health is more than just what you, um, kind of what you see on the surface when we're thinking of healthcare as we think of it here in the US. You know, you go to a doctor, they do a test and then they give you medicine. Sometimes you might not need that medicine, there might be other things that are impacting your health. And so we want to look at all the facets of that circle of life, as I like to call it, and figure out if there are other things that we can impact um, that can help that child be healthier. And, you know, food is a big part of that. 
So we're looking holistically at all the different impacts in a child's life to see how we can, uh, you know, make that better to get them to the best health possible. You, yeah, and you made a lot of points because I think a lot of times people don't recognize how intricate health is. Like they see a lot, of, especially now, they see a lot of us who are public health officials and it's all like, well, what do you do? Are you in the lab? And it's like, no, health has many facets. There are the, the doctors, there are the pharmacists, there are nutritionists, there are public health scientists, and we're all under this health umbrella. And a lot of times medication may not be the answer because like you said it's peeling back the layers is I know even um, when I was sick some years ago people were shocked that I was able to get off medication within the year but it, it was about changing my diet and changing my lifestyles and really sitting down with doctors that knew what they were talking about to kind of get to like well what is your lifestyle like what is going on with what you're eating? How much water are you drinking? So just really tapping into the overall, the big picture. And I think you, you hit on that as well. So why is it important to make nutritional changes a family goal instead of just tailoring it to the child? Um, and I think we asked that because I know, I can't remember the name of the show, but there was this show on TV and Shaquille O'Neal was trying to help these kids because the obesity was a was deemed an epidemic um, at one time. I don't really know the, the current standing on that, but there were so many issues with how are you going to prepare food for one person in the household, but not address the, you know, <laughs> other people in the household. So can we touch on making nutritional changes a family goal instead of just tailoring it to the child? You know, it's almost like the reason why you have a buddy, if you're <laughs> going for a walk, you're more likely to exercise every day if you have a buddy. And I like to think about it as accountability. And so there, I, I think there's probably a couple types of accountability in this kind of family scenario. First, you as the parents, you're accountable to that child to make sure mm -hmm. that the choices that you are making, which, you know, for a child, the parent really is the decision maker for all intents and purposes. So you're accountable to that child to, to remind yourself that, okay, we're doing this as a family so that I remember that everything that I change, I need to make sure it's the best for my child. Mm. Um, so I find that kind of uh, accountability for the parent to the child. And then I would say vice versa too, because I mean, if I am a child and everybody in my family is eating, I don't know, chicken or chicken nuggets, yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to be real mad if I'm the only one eating salad. Um, so I feel, I feel like, especially in a family structure, it just helps um, for everyone to kind of go along with with the plan, um, I find more success that way. Here's the other mm -hmm. thing that's interesting, especially about moms. You know, moms will take care of everybody else before we take care of ourselves, right? So many moms will say, oh, I wanna lose weight. I need to do this. I need to change this. And they really, it's hard. I will say it's hard. But I tell you, if it's your child, 
you will walk the ends of the earth to make sure that whatever change needs to be done, you're going to make sure that you do it. So I think the, the overarching word is really accountability, you know, for all of us so that we can get um, the best outcomes that we can for that child and ultimately for the family as well. You know what? And that is very true. And I think that's the part that I hope sticks out for people is that oftentimes we will go above and beyond for our children, but we want um, treat ourselves the same way. So, you know, if your child is having some nutritional issues and you're changing stuff for your kid, I think that's what makes it even better. An added bonus. Well, let's all change together. Let's all try this healthier way of eating. And, you know, it helps me, the person who's always putting myself last, and it also helps my kid. And then we can all be accountable to each other. Um, yeah, I think that is, that's very key. And I think you really touched on a breakaway at, with it. <laughs> <laughs> I know it happened for me. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So we talked about the changes that you've had to make in your household and how you help other families with these changes. What is a typical food day like in your house? Yeah, you know, we're foodies in my house. Uh, I mean, everybody wants to cook something every day. It's the funniest. Ooh, that's nice. Okay. <laughs> I, I will say, instead of having like strict rules of, okay, on Monday we're eating A, B, and C. I like to be a little more relaxed about it as long as you can keep in your mind that you want to have whole foods, so no processing, so nothing that comes in a box or is processed from how it came out of the ground or from an animal. So we have a lot of whole foods. We want to have it be colorful because all your different nutrients, um, you have varying amounts in different color of vegetables and fruit. And then we try to be as organic whenever possible because, you know, just the way that a lot of food is grown, you have to be careful with some of the added hormones they put in animal products um, or um, the pesticides that are that uh -huh. seep into your fruits and vegetables, because that gets absorbed in your body as well. So we try to be as organic as possible. And then you want to be low in um, anything that can cause inflammation. And one of the biggest culprits is sugar. So low to no sugar. And so oh. in our house, we kind of talk about it like that. You know, it's got to be whole, some type of whole food, whole grain. It's got to be colorful. So the vegetables and fruit come in. It, it's got to be organic if possible, as much as possible. And then it has to be low to no sugar. And so the children kind of have a feel, okay, I got to have all these things. And then they just um, kind of, they're old enough a little bit now. My daughter is 10. And I said earlier, my son's going to be 13. And so they kind of got into the habit of just thinking like that. And then they make those choices. So it's easier mm. than just listing out specific foods and, you know, if you're out of broccoli, then what do you replace that with? So, you know, I just kind of give those guidelines and it seems to work and, you know, we, we enjoy it. And it sounds like there's a mindset shift because so once you expose your child to, well, this is what we're trying to eat. So it's not about necessarily denying anything, but we're saying these are the guidelines. This is what a healthy plate looks like, a healthy meal looks like. 
keep this in your mind as you think about breakfast or lunch or dinner, um, whole foods, um, low sugar and, and things of that nature. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's interesting. Some of the younger children that I work with, they kind of get this concept really quickly, actually, because it's easy for them to think, okay, is this how this food was grown? Did it come out of the ground like this? Or did it come from the animal this way? Mm. Is there a lot of color? It shouldn't all be one color or all white or all gray or whatever you're eating. Um, it seems to be a concept that children is that it's easy for children to kind of follow. So that's what I, I try um, to suggest uh, to any of my clients that I work with. Okay. Okay. So what's a treat? What is like a little guilty pleasure treat that you like to eat? Oh, there's, there's lots of options. <laughs> there's so many options. We have to do a recipe um, episode. Um, um, yes. 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 So I made this. So first of all, a treat does not have to be something that is full of sugar. It doesn't really have a treat really, right? The definition of treats is something that you enjoy. So I find that, you know, there's lots of things children can enjoy. Like, so as an example, my son really likes grapes. Uh So to him, having a little bowl of grapes is like heaven. And sometimes we'll freeze them like icy grapes too. Uh So I think being open to you know, the fact that it doesn't have to be a processed food, I think really helps. But I mean, sometimes that's okay too. If you want a cupcake, you can have a cupcake. Just don't yes. have it every day. <laughs> yes. No, but, but that is also the key. And, and, I, and I ask these questions um, because I'm also going to have a, a nutritionist come on to, to speak to the adults out there because I'm working with a trainer right now um, who's been a guest on the show. And the, before we even got into the training part, we've been going through the nutrition part. That's like all we're doing for the next three months. And I've learned so much yeah. <laughs> that I mean, even with a whole public health uh, master's degree, I was like, all right, so I'm still like, I don't know some things. Like I'm not getting enough protein. Like have I not paying attention to that mm-hmm. and things of that nature. But, you know, she's also big on not denying yourself. Like, you know, and, and, I, and I was happy that you said that because you will have parents be like, well, what if they want some Skittles or something like that? But you're not saying that you're saying that we're, we're teaching the fundamentals so that they can make better and healthier choices. Right. Because right. they're not going to always be around you or, you know, they can run downstairs and go grab something from the kitchen and recognizing that a treat is even like myself this evening. My treat is going to be, I was like, Ooh, I have some more pineapples left and some yeah. grapes. I'm going to like throw some of that in a bowl and I'm going to, that's going to be like my before bed snack after I got off this treadmill. That's my little treat, my little happy, sweet treat. Right. Right. And, yeah. and I will, I will add a little bit to that too. There are lots of companies now that make even candies from um, more natural sources of, let's say, sugar. Like you might have some, some uh, a candy that's made of dates because that's naturally high in sugar uh-huh. or honey, you know? So just some of the little things you can tweak um, yep. are helpful. So instead of processed white sugar, maybe just a little bit of honey to sweeten, you know, your oatmeal. Right. could be an alternative too. So 
um, there's there's lots of alternatives. But like you said, when you learn them, then you know. But if you don't know, you just pick whatever is in aisle five. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. That is very, very true. Okay. So this is a new part of the, of the show that we're doing. Um, I know you follow me, so you know that I talk a lot about intentions. Um, my intention for this year is focus. Um, and I'm learning just like last year was my growth year. And I did a lot of growing and I did a lot of learning because I always tell people, whatever you set out as your intention, the universe is going to rise up and challenge you. Like, oh, you want to try to focus like this year? You want to try to focus? Your house is now going to flood. So let's see if you try to stay on your goals. And I have been winning. <laughs> I have been staying on. But I'm very big on intentions. So do you have an intention for 2022? And if so, can you share that with the listeners? You know, we as a family make a vision board oh. um, on New Year's Eve. We, we I get the you know little boards and then we get all the old magazines and I have everyone write down some of their goals first. And then once you have the list, so this is an easy way to help children to make vision boards, have them write down those goals first. Uh And then as they're reading the goals, look through the magazines or, or sometimes they will draw a picture if they can't find something that matches whatever that goal is. And so we do uh, do vision boards in my house. So I have several intentions, actually. Okay. Um, I will say, though, that I'm thinking of my vision board right now. The biggest section in the middle has to do with just trusting, trusting that God will work it out, trusting mm. the universe will have your back, taking those steps and just trusting that you are in the right path um, for your life. So and for my life, really, it's my vision board. Yeah. <laughs> So Ooh, I think I like trusting it. is really a big thing for me this year. And already, I mean, what is three weeks and all kinds of things have happened. And I'm like, oh my God, like you said, right? The challenges will come and you're like, what is this? What is going on? But um, I'm going to keep the faith <laughs> and just trust that it'll all work out for my good. Yeah, that w- I would say that's the biggest one uh, for this year. I like that. Okay. I like that. I I'm, will be happy to, to see how you report that unfolding throughout the year. Yeah. I like that. All right. So Adiola, how do you take a break for yourself and what tips can you offer our listeners on how they can implement breaks into their life? So for me, I'm, I'm very simple. Um, <laughs> a walk with my husband, maybe Good. Yep. Two children, or even a nap. Sometimes you just have to take a nap and just <laughs> shut it all down, go to sleep. <laughs> I heard somebody else talk about the power of a nap. Yes. Oh, man, I tell you. Um, I like to listen to music. So sometimes, you know, I'll do that. Um, I mean, even just talking to a good friend, somebody that uplifts you, I enjoy. Uh, you know, I could call my a friend of mine or, you know, just someone that is, that gives you peace and joy. Um, I also like to go dancing. So I, I mean, okay. I <laughs> my husband and I, or my friend, my girlfriend, sometimes we just go dancing and just relax and, and have some fun. So um, I do think that, that um, taking a break requires consistency. 
Uh-huh. Yes. And it doesn't have to be a big thing. Like it could just be sitting down, closing your eyes and taking four big breaths, you know? So, you know, I, I just like to encourage everyone to just do something, whatever it is that gives you that moment of peace uh-huh. that settles your spirit. Just do, and it doesn't have to be for hours on end, five minutes is enough to recharge for whatever the next thing is that's coming. Um, so I would say consistency, just do something. It doesn't have to be long, just a little something. <laughs> you are saying a word. I tell someone the word consistent has been popping up everywhere because I do strongly believe that taking a break has to become a part of your life. It has to be part of your lifestyle. It's a necessity. You know, you have to do something. Like you said, if you got five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, incorporate some type of break in your day. And I love what you said about just sitting still and just taking like four breaths. Mm-hmm. That can be life-changing. Yes, ma'am. Life-changing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we have come to the end of our interview, but I want you to take this moment to let everyone know how they can find you out here in these internet streets. <laughs> <laughs> internet streets. Okay, everybody. Um, you can find me online. My website is www.thewellnesskeys.com. Mm-hmm. And we're also on Instagram and Facebook at The Wellness Keys. So should be simple enough. So I'm right there. Let me know. And I would love to help you, your child and your family. All right. Thank you so much for that, everyone. I'm going to put all of that information in the show notes and we will be right back with the three breakaways. Thank you. And we're back with the three breakaways. I hope that you got a lot from this episode with Adiola and the wellness keys. I know I did. It's someone right now, and I will have some episodes later this season about how I am focusing on the relationship that I have with my body, which is, it has me working with a trainer and doing some work on my own nutrition. I hope that this episode was insightful for you and just your health and wealth of your family and how all that is tied together, especially if you're on an intention journey. But I'm going to go ahead and hop right into the three breakaways. I'm so excited about this. (laughs) And I hope you guys are too. All right. Breakaway number one, accountability partners are the key to change. Accountability partners are the key to change. So of course we were talking about it in a nutrition standpoint, whereas, you know, if your child needs some assistance with their nutrition journey, how doing it together as a family helps with the accountability and ultimately helps the health of everyone in the family. And I just want to take it a step further. That was a breakaway to me because we need support. A lot of times we think that we don't as we go into life. And as you get on this taking a break journey that you are on, no matter what type of break you're trying to take, a break for your education, a break to start a business, a break to focus on your own health, I find that things are best when you have someone that is holding you accountable for these things. Tell a friend, 
tell someone that you respect, hey, I'm trying to take 15 minutes each hour to take a break for myself. Can you ask me about it at the end of the day? Or I want to go back to school and I'm trying to get stuff together. Do you mind if we have a check-in every month where maybe we kind of go through these goals? If you're working on something, I can help you with accountability and then you can hold me accountable for these things that I'm working on. And I want you to do that and watch how your progress just shoots through the roof. Accountability is the key to change. Breakaway number two, trust your path. (laughs) Y'all, this world is hard. And I know as a podcaster, this pandemic has been one of the weirdest times to try to launch something because we don't know what's going to happen the next day. We don't know what new variant is going to come out. Are people going back in the office? Are people driving? If they're at home, are they listening to podcasts? Do they have the money? Because everything costs five times more now to even buy our product. But you have to trust your path. Things won't always go the way that we think that they should go. But if this is the path that you're supposed to be on... I firmly believe, and even from listening to Adiola, who's, this is her intention this year, and I think it's so powerful. Trust your path and watch how things work out for you in the end. Send me a message and let me know, too. I want to hear your trusting your path success stories. It might be a separate interview that we do for the podcast. Finally, breakaway number three. Sometimes you just need a nap. <laughs> I love that one. Sometimes you just need a nap. I feel like (laughs) Erica Parks talked about this in her, her episode, one of her episodes where, you know, you just need to lay down when you are frustrated, when you are tired. Sometimes when you are at a loss for the next step, a nap helps your body to reset because that's what we need. Sometimes we need a reset that will spur new energy and new ideas and for many of us we're not getting enough sleep we're constantly dehydrated so our body needs that rest it needs that reset so that we can begin again and begin energized and with a greater and newer purpose so y'all sit down somewhere take a nap (laughs) let's go through those three breakaways again Breakaway number one, accountability partners are the key to change. Number two, trust your path. Number three, sometimes you just need a nap. All right, guys, send me an email. Let me know what you think of this episode. We'll be back another couple of weeks for a fresh episode. (laughs) And until next time, thank you so much for listening and find a little time to take a break. Bye. taking a break to listen to the episode connect with me at pm kester that's k-e-s-t-e-r on instagram or email the kester group at gmail.com as always subscribe rate and review us on your platform of choice until next time find a little time to take a break bye